1: and now for something completely familiar since may is asian american heritage month and we know that you already sent your mom a card for mother's day we thought we'd have a chat with some friends of the pod to go deeper on everyone's favorite question sophie park is actually a new Mm -hmm. friend of the pod one could say a friend in law she's from korea and arguably one of the top fans of my other nerdier podcast quarantine comics Now, one might think that's only because she's married to my co-host, Ryan, but frankly, my wife doesn't even listen to any of my podcasts, so that must mean that Sophie actually likes our show. Sophie, welcome to Modern Minorities.
2: Thank you for having me, Ramin.
1: So, Sophie, I got to ask, what's your favorite mom dish?
2: My mom's favorite dish when I was growing up, it's called but aka it's galbitang. I don't know Uh if you know, but it's a traditional Korean soup and... The komtang it means, the literally, it means extensive boiling in the recipe.
1: <laughs> like how extensive? Like multiple days, multiple hours?
2: It could be multiple days. Wow. Yeah, so basically, you have to boil with the bone marrow and then brisket and some other beef bones parts, and then you boil it first round, like five hours, and then you do, like, over the course of, like, a couple of days, and then, like, Finally, you get this hearty and like a milky soup. Usually we, when we are sick, usually winter, then like my mom mm. makes it like a big pot and then we eat it over the week. Usually, so yeah, good. we eat it with radish kimchi and uh, serve it mm. rice. You can put it in together or serve it separately. That's like whenever I'm, I kind of feel sick, not feeling great, then I think yeah. about that like, soup. And then also, funny thing, Ryan's, fa- one of the favorite uh, Korean food is this galbitang, aka gomitang. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know why we have like different names, but...
1: Now, do you boil it for as many days as your mom did for Ryan?
2: No, you know, so he, <laughs> I, I didn't know actually what, how to make this food, but mm-hmm. I was like looking up, and then I talked to my sister, and then I kind of mm-hmm. remember I saw the big, really huge pot, and then I, it it was there in the stove like a couple of days. But um, yeah, I, I look it up and then a lot of people say usually you cook it, like boil it like a uh, couple of days.
1: Wow. So when you eat it, obviously you have the kimchi with it. But, you know, like a lot of Vietnamese uh, soup dishes you have with noodles, a lot of European soups you have with bread. Do you have it with rice, noodles, bread or anything? Or is it just like soup and kimchi?
2: So we eat rice almost with everything. So it has Mm -hmm. to be with rice, but sometimes you can put rice in it in the soup, and then you can Uh eat it with the soup, with uh, rice in it, or you can just eat rice and then soup separately, but always with the rice and kimchi, the radish kimchi specifically for this one.
1: So what's your first memory of eating that dish from your mom when you were?
2: I think I was sick, and then... I don't know, it is supposed to be like nutrient, but also I think because, you know, bone part is a little bit cheaper than actual beef. Yeah, yeah. So I think when we were growing up, we were not that rich. And then like my dad was a government officer and then we had Mm -hmm. two siblings. So I think mom wanted to make something healthy, but she couldn't buy maybe a lot of meat part. So maybe she bought, you know, a bunch of like different bone parts and then she made this soup, hoping, you know, there are a little bit of like beef in it, but it's not a lot. Mostly (laughs) the soup, you know, I felt always better after, you know, eating, having this like bowl of uh, hot soup.
1: How old were you the first time you think you had it? Like a little kid, teenager?
2: Probably little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: so, what was your mom like? Like, what do you remember about her from when you were a little kid beyond spending days making the soup for you?
2: She was a elementary school teacher when I was growing up, when I was little. Oh, my mom too. Oh.
1: That's the best slash worst thing ever.
2: <laughs> but I kind of liked it. So I have this memory. My favorite subject was always math. And then ah. I think when I was like eight or nine, I had this homework, but I couldn't solve all of them. So I went to my sister, and then she was really, like, she's she's smart, but she's not, like, good teacher type. So she, <laughs> she couldn't understand why I don't understand. And then, like, she started yelling at me, and I started crying. And then I went to mom, and then I sat with her, and then, like, she helped me everything. I think that day, I stayed up till, like, one or 2 a.m. I, uh-huh. I couldn't stop, like, you know, solving the issues. So, I the reason I like uh math because you know, you always get the answer like one or two yeah. or zero, whatever. Yeah. I yeah. like the feeling, so I had to finish this thing that day, so that's why I stayed up until like 2 a.m. or something really late. But mom was very patient, and then she sat with me and then she helped me. Figured it out. That's and, great. Yeah, I think she she's always like put like education first. Like, probably mm-hmm. typical Asian mom, but also I think it's
1: typical teacher mom.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe typical teacher and Asian mom. And then I didn't realize, but Ryan told me my mom is very talkative, like like me. And <laughs> so now I know. Even like a few days ago, I talked to mom like three hours and thirty minutes. Wow. So I think I got it from oh, my but, oh, mom. I mean, so
1: even though like long distance is free, right? In the age of the internet, like the time zone difference, like that's rough on one of you guys talking to her for three hours.
2: So I try not to call her when it's in the morning because then it's night there. So I yeah. try to call her like you know their morning, but sometimes she just texted me and then I started answer. And then, like, oh, it's, it might be easier just to call. And then I call. Yeah. And then, like, she cannot stop talking everything. She complain <laughs> about, like, dad and then this and that, you know. <laughs> then I have to, like, hear everything. Yes, 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 you know. So, I mean, I'm kind of always, like, that person among three siblings. Like, my sister, like, yeah. first one, she's, like, not good type, uh, good listener type. And then my yeah. younger brother, he doesn't just talk at all. Period. She doesn't talk. He's like, he comes home like, hi. And then he goes to his room. And are they
1: both still back in Korea?
2: Yes. So my sister and my younger brother, they are all in Korea. But my mom still calls me and then talk about, you know, all the stuff. And then like, I <laughs> I tell them my siblings and giving them updates.
1: <laughs> yeah. My sister and I do the same thing. It's like trading intelligence about mom and dad now. But I think, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, too. Because, you know, she can't talk to you as often. So, have you... Since she talks a lot, and it sounds like she probably talked a lot to you when you were a kid. Did you ever hear any stories about your mom's youth? Things that she remembers from growing up in Korea. Before you were born. When she was a kid.
2: When she was really young. Because she was born 1954. So, that mm-hmm. was, like, right after Korean War. So, mm-hmm. when she was growing up, like... There's nothing much to eat, you know, but mm-hmm. my mom's mom had a small kind of bodega type like supermarket.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you call your grandma? Your mom's mom. What's the Korean name for that? Haimoni. Haimoni. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So So she, um, you saw
1: he, your Haimoni had a bodega?
2: Yeah. I mean, supermarket, but yeah. So yeah. they had a lot of stuff. So she was okay with food. And then I think she was relatively wealthy. In terms of like, I don't know, she had like five siblings, five brothers, and then she's the only daughter, but she was the youngest. So the oldest brother and then mom, their age gap is like 20 years. So basically older brother did all the parenting thing because like Mm -hmm. mom's mom was busy working at the supermarket Mm -hmm. but there are not a lot of like things and then and then sometimes like when she showed me the photos of like areas when she was little where she grew up I saw the photos and like really this is like a like a movie you know I don't see (laughs) like I cannot imagine because like South Korea they had like economic development really quickly Mm -hmm. like since like 70s 80s so before like 70s 80s or around then and then like now when i was born and then when i was growing up the whole scenery is like totally different
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: so whenever like my mom told me like i used to have like this type of shoes like no way you're kidding me really this is like (laughs) really i I don't think this is like from museum you know so things are really like moving quickly i think every like decade or something so yeah it it must have been really really different um I cannot even imagine like like to me it's like history book feeling, yeah,
1: yeah are there any things now now that you're here in New York and you're so much further away from your mom, and you've been here for more than a few years, right but in your day to day life are there things that happen that sometimes remind you of your mom while you're here
2: probably when i see when I see other Asian like ajumas like old ladies <laughs> like in K Town or a restaurant when yeah, i see yeah. like asian yeah asian like my mom's age or when i see some so certain type of bread my mom likes or like certain style like you know like i think asian moms they have similar hairstyles <laughs> like short and a little bit curly
1: you yeah, know, like, yeah. certain,
2: like, style. they always When hear... you get
1: a certain age, my mother-in-law, who's Chinese-American, yeah, when you get a certain age, you get that, that haircut. I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, so whenever I see those, like, ladies in the street, uh, when I hear them talking Korean, then, like, yes, I think about mom.
1: That's great. What's your favorite thing about your mom, Sophie?
2: She's really, really sweet, and I think... You know, even though sometimes she she's she can be stubborn and she can be a lot, but she always 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 like supports whatever I do and mm-hmm. you know like kind of support everything she can. However, you know, even though she's in Korea, but whenever I have some challenges or like challenges about like my professional career or some issues with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Then, like, (laughs) when I call her and then, like, she always, she's always there. And then, like, you know, talk to me and then, like, listen to me. And then not always, like, she provides, like, answers. But always, like, after talking to me, I feel better. And then while talking to her, you know, I also find certain, you know, comfort and then, like, you know what i want to do next so it's always like really good to know that i have like mom and i can call her and then ask things and then like it's just like chatting you know a couple of hours it's just like fun yeah
1: that's great i i love that despite the time zone you and your mom still talk for hours on end that that's really beautiful sophie thank you so much for sharing about your mom
2: Oh, thank you for having me. It's just, you know, honestly, I didn't really think about my mom's food and everything because of this opportunity. I thought about it and then it actually made (laughs) me kind of like remember my old memories, you know, when I was growing up about my mom and me. So it was really uh, great. Yeah.
1: That's great. Well, I hope one day you will make that soup for me and I can come by your apartment in New York and have some.
2: (laughs) Definitely. Really like, you know one of the cold days, you should come by and then I will cook for you.
1: Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Sophie. And for mom dishes all month long, check out modmypod.com and drop us a line at hi mom at modmypod.com and let us know what your favorite mom dish is. Thanks again, Sophie.
2: Thank you, Roman.
0: And that's our
1: show. Like what you heard? Please subscribe, leave a review and a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform
0: now more than ever, people need to be hearing these stories. Please share our show with a friend or three.
1: Want to learn more? or got something to share. Visit modmypod.com or email us. Hi mom at modmypod.com.
0: You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at modminpod. We'd love to hear from you. That's it for now. I've been Raman Segel, And I'm still Sharon Lee Tony.
1: Remember, we're all modern minorities out
0: there. We'll talk to you soon.